Hello and welcome to Journey With Me, the podcast where the journey is greater than the destination. I, of course, am your host, Holly Harris, your journey girl, helping you to manage the middle. And on today's episode, I just wanted to kind of uh, piggyback off of the last two episodes. Um, As you recall, I had my good friend Tamisha on the show to talk about the ultimate betrayal and what happened to her in her marriage and how she processed through it. Uh, And once again, I just want to thank her for uh, coming on the show. You guys showed so much love uh, with this episode. I saw so many people sharing it on social media, and I'm grateful uh, that you were sharing this testimony because it was a good one to share. Uh, Again, I want to thank Tamisha just for her vulnerability and and for allowing us into her space, into her world, into um, all of, of what happened and just pretty much taking us on a journey with her just through all the highs, all the lows and uh, everything that she experienced. So I'm so grateful uh, that she was so vulnerable and so transparent uh, because I believe a lot of people were able to relate uh, to her testimony and um, it was a point of healing for some, you know, who have dealt with uh, betrayal. So again, thank you, Tamisha, for sharing on the show. And I didn't tell you guys this on uh, the last episodes, um, but of course, you guys know that I met Tamisha uh, when I was uh, in college. But the other thing you don't know is that um, I was also a part of the church. Um, and so I had a unique a vantage point when it came to all of what she experienced and went through. And uh, it, it was something to see everything unfold and being a part of uh, the ministry. It, it it was also, it was heartbreaking uh, to see uh, all that was going on. Uh, like she mentioned, you know, um, you know, she had met him years before, but I never forget when he came into uh, our choir rehearsal uh, and we met him for the first time. Um, like uh, we all sang on this. Well, most of the people that I've had on this show uh, and most of the people that I've had on the show, I know from that choir, Children of the Sun, uh, cultural choir, uh, and we were having rehearsal and he came into the room uh, one day and he was a musician, you know, and, you know, played very well. He wrote music. Uh, so he would come in and work with us periodically. He was almost like a silent advisor to the choir. And not only that, but as she stated in the last episode, um, you know, uh, he would hear from God as it related uh, to people. And, uh, um, you know, the word prophet was thrown around and it was definitely a title that fit him because, you know, it would whenever he spoke uh, to you, it would be very detailed. You know, it wouldn't be some of these little general uh, prophecies that a lot of us hear today. Like you're going to get a check in the next two weeks and, and you're going to you get paid in two weeks. So <laughs> it's like it's not really uh, a detailed um you know, thing that they're telling you, but, um, he was one that was very detailed and very accurate. And so it started, you know, with him, like I said, being in, uh, 
the rehearsals and, you know, us having just awesome times in God's presence uh, with him being there uh, as well. And so it, it didn't take long for us to kind of gravitate towards him. Um, and he, like I said, he was a musician and he was a musician at the church that he attended. And eventually they allowed him to uh, conduct Bible studies uh, there at the church on Friday nights. And so a lot of us would um, go over over there and these were not ordinary Bible studies. I'm talking about, you know, not just, you know, uh, spending time understanding the word of God, but we would go deep, deep into the presence of the Lord to the, the fact that we would be there to like two, two plus o'clock in the morning worshiping God. So that was the type of experience and atmosphere, you know, that was created at those Bible studies. And so it wasn't long after that, that he, um, you know, decided to, you know, branch out into what he felt like God was calling him to do in becoming a pastor. And so that was when a lot of us kind of felt the draw to go with him and help him to build what God had given uh, into his hands to do. And so thus, you know, I became, you know, a part of the church. And like I said, I saw a lot of you know, things unfold firsthand. And so just, you know, hearing her testimony again kind of brought me back to that place. Um, a lot of us really believed in uh, what he was doing um, and were fully invested in helping to uh, bring things forth. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, that happens. And so it was definitely a devastating blow, um, you know, to the church as a whole and definitely uh, to Tamasha. So I just wanted to provide some context as it relates to the, the church's pers perspective and vantage point um, throughout the whole situation. And, you know, unfortunately, it's becoming all too common these days when it comes to um members who may have been a part of a church for a long time and scandal happening and uh, those members kind of being scattered to the winds as a result of what's taking place. And so, you know, I just wanted to provide some context from the vantage point as it relates to the church because it wasn't a good feeling, you know, to kind of be in this space to where um, your pastor is declaring that someone else now is the one that he's supposed to be with. And so you're trying to navigate, you know, what and process what this person is saying and and how you fit into the overall um view and gamut of things and so as you can imagine that there was a lot of confusion and uh you know pain as it relates to uh what the church experienced trying to navigate uh that season and figure out what we were going to do individually as a result of this information being presented to us and so and mind you this is all happening with everybody going to the same church the pastor the first lady and the ex-best friend uh, because she was a minister there. So when I say confusion uh, and everybody and even after the announcement was made, everyone still remained there. So this was a very volatile situation 
And on top of that, we were all friends from college. You know, we were friends with the ex-best friend. We were friends with Tamasha. So it was very, it was a lot going on. I just wanted to give, you know, that vantage point as it relates to that. And then also at the same time watching, you know, someone who was a friend, you know, in college, a good friend in college and now has transitioned into uh, this leadership role, which you where you have joined, you know, with them and to see her uh, going through the pain of what that um, announcement caused, you know was also uh, something that, you know, we all had to navigate through because, you know, there was a point, like she said, where she was still believing God. And so um, you didn't want to leave her. Uh, But then at the same time, there was this uh, pull that was this kind of a tug of war because it's like, okay, where the leader is now kind of going in a completely different direction. And so how do I navigate this space now to where I don't want to leave those that, you know, I love and am loyal to, but then what's going on is absolutely not right. And so that was kind of uh, the what the church themselves were going through. And, it, and it's like I said, it's becoming uh, way common uh, these days for church members to find themselves in situations where they have to deal with scandal and how it's going to affect them moving forward. But at the same time, they have this connection to this church where they have invested their time, they have, in, they have invested uh, their heart. Um, and then at the same time, um, they have invested in relationships with the people within the church where there is a loyalty and a love there that they don't want broken and so just navigating that space you know I can definitely remember uh relying heavily on the Holy Spirit on prayer um just asking God what do you want me to do now that you know this information has been presented you know we've tried to meet with him to uh discuss other alternatives or try to figure out what's going on and pray with him and all of this good stuff and he's adamant about moving in this direction like what do I do now you know I still love uh these people how do I navigate uh this time and so of course you know the the Lord began to give me instruction uh and it was very difficult and very painful you know the decisions that I had to you know come to because like I said they were still you know a belief and a hope that things would change but at the same time what your eyes saw was that it was going in the complete opposite direction Um, and so I just wanted to provide like I said again some context from the church's perspective looking in um, and like I said I know that it's many people who deal with this um, today unfortunately you hear more and more you know in the news this leader did this or did that or or whatever have you they just had um a whole documentary you know on Hillsong and and how that whole situation unfolded so this is becoming more and more common that you know um congregants may have to deal with and so um my advice to one who 
has experienced that or maybe you're starting to see some things change in the wrong direction and it's not lining up with scripture, uh, but your heart is connected to that place. Your heart is connected to the people and you're just trying to figure out how to navigate this season uh, that the church is in. Uh, that's definitely is not a one size fits all approach, you know, because there may be some instances where you may be um you know staying you know maybe the um the remedy you know and uh praying and 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 God coming in and, and changing the situation but then there are other instances where um you just have to just go um and so but it's definitely one of those things that you have to kind of follow closely uh to the Holy Spirit to help you navigate you through uh that time but I would say uh, the remedy is not to ignore it. I know that a lot of times this happens in churches because you there is a a loyalty. There is a love there, you know, for the church. And maybe your pastor is one who has helped you through some compromising situations. And so you're like, uh, who am I to, you know, now abandon him now that he is going through X, Y, and Z. And so it's a, it's a, it's a sticky, uh, situation because, um, our leaders are human as well, but then there do, does come a point in time to where you have to, um, consider your own, um, spirituality and really assess, you know, where this thing is going and where it may take me if I stay attached to it. And so, uh, yeah, uh, especially when you get into cultish type situations and, um, you know, maybe the church started off one way and then all of a sudden, uh, these new beliefs and ideas are just coming out of the woodworks and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound like what, um, I've read uh, those are definitely can be dangerous uh, situations. So it's important to not sweep those things under the rug. Um, I, like I said, I, I know a lot of times because of our love and our commitment, uh, we can have a tendency and there have been many instances to where um you know heinous things have happened in the church and members have just swept it under the rug and just kept going like ain't nothing happened no that that's definitely not the way uh to handle it and then in those situations you find that because the leader has not been held accountable it keeps happening and happening and happening and happening and everybody's just keep they just keep going on like ain't nothing wrong and so that's definitely uh not the answer um but it is definitely something that needs to be addressed as things continue and you know there uh, there is a scripture uh backing uh, to uh, support uh, when you have ought against your brother um, and how you're supposed to go to them um, I definitely believe that meeting is important and then you know it talks about uh, going with witnesses and going before the elders of the church you know uh, there should be con there should be contingencies uh, in place uh, that allow for this type of thing there should be protocols there should be um 
you know, uh, boards or elders that are in place specifically for situations like this. And if you find yourself in a situation too, I would add uh, to where you're in a ministry and the pastor is not submitted to someone that right there uh, is a red flag when they themselves don't have a pastor. That is a red flag because every body needs checks and balances. Everybody needs someone uh, that is keeping them in check, so to speak, and not uh, because being a pastor is a it's a position of power. It's a position where you have influence, where you have um access to people where you have access to their emotions where you begin to as you get to know them learn what makes them tick learn their their buttons to push all of that like it's a very it can be yeah it's a very sensitive um position to have so if there is no one you know above you that is helping to navigate you as you navigate other people that's a problem. And that usually is the first sign that things, you know, if things go left, you ain't you're going to be left out there uh, rowing alone. Um, so it's important to for us to have those checks and balances. So I would definitely say, you know, first of all, I wouldn't get connected anywhere where the leader is not uh, submitted to someone else, where they don't have themselves have a pastor. Uh, but beyond that, you should know as a member of the church, you know, who the leaders are, who the people um, are that you're able to go to when things do happen uh, within the church, even beyond the main leader, you know, which is the pastor. But, you know, if something happens, to one of the other uh, leaders, um, you know, within the church, you know, there should be um, things in place that allow you um, to go to um, a person or a board or just whatever in order to work those situations out. And so, um, yeah, so. It's definitely important, like I said, to not only have a leader who submitted to someone else, but also uh, to understand uh, what systems are in place um, to keep everybody in check. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely. That is uh, something important that we should know as a congregate. And I would also say. When situations like this ha happen, uh, we have a tendency to give up on church, you know, and just say, Lord, everybody is crazy. That's why that's why I ain't been to church in years or that's why I stopped going in the first place. And then I go back and this happened or, you know, we have a tendency to just um, just throw it all away. You know, I'm not even going to lie. When that happened in that particular situation, I told the Lord, I'm about to just go to bedside Baptist. <laughs> and uh, but it, it wasn't long after that that he reintroduced me to another uh healthy church and so um it's important to uh allow yourself to go through the process um of whatever emotions that you experience allow the holy spirit to guide you through navigating the season and making whatever decisions you need to make uh to um even as you're 
making those decisions, um, consulting those checks and balances, cons- consulting those people who are in place uh, to navigate those situations as well from a practical perspective. Um, and if all fails and the Holy Spirit is leading you out, then go go with God. <laughs> and uh, but in doing so in that transitional period, um, as you're allowing God to heal you from that situation, don't give up on uh, the church. This it's it's God's vehicle. Uh, it's it's the the vehicle that He uses in order to transform the world, and uh, He uses imperfect people, and we all are. And just understanding that grace that we extend to people that okay. We're all subject to to fall. We're all subject to deception. We're all, you know, we're subject to it all. All it takes is one decision for you to end up in the same situation. And so understanding that we're all human, that we're all subject to fall um, and that you yourself uh, could, could be one in the same situation if you don't keep yourself in check. Uh, and so. It's just so important. And just remembering those times when uh, you yourself were not in check, just like going back to Tamisha's testimony when she was talking about how when the forgiveness part came in and God was saying, well, what if they've asked me to forgive them, you know, but you're still harboring unforgiveness, you know, I'm going to forgive them regardless, because that is who I am. So understanding the God that we serve uh, and that he's able to forgive all uh, that that fall short um, and that he's forgiving you because you have fall sh- falling short, then you can reach the sa- the conclusion that I'm not going to abandon the church. I'm going to still, you know, uh, get out here and be involved in what God wants to th- do through community uh, and and how important it is to be a part of community uh, when it comes to your spirituality and your spiritual health, you know, having like-minded people that you're surrounded with is so important. So just not giving up on the church just because, and, and even those, you know, there are those who may listen to this podcast that are kind of far removed from this because maybe they don't attend church at all uh, and their tendency may be to from the outside looking in see I told you that church won't about nothing I told you they ain't you know or or, or we equate um, you know what people do to who God is and, and that's just not the case you know God he works with imperfect people but he himself is perfect and so we should never equate what a leader does in the natural to who God is because it don't match up. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a completely different thing. So so it's important uh, that we understand that we don't blame these things on God and that we don't start looking at God sideways because a leader messed up because it's not it's not even in the equation. You know, he's a, God is a step above the rest. So he, he's someone who should be separated from anything that we do in our humanness. Um, and so it's so important not to give up on God and not to give up on his church when we're going through uh, and seeing these types of things happen because it's probably is only going to get worse you know as time goes on you know people are getting bolder and bolder and and the lines are being blurred when it comes to uh, being a Christian you can just 
be and do anything and yeah and i'm a christian you know and so they're they're getting even more blurred and so uh definitely we do not want to equate what people do in the natural uh, to who God is, uh, nor do we want to give up on the church, his vehicle uh, to bring change to the world um, and his vehicle, quite frankly, to um, to um, exercise your faith or in other words, uh, to make you into who he's called you to be. Um, he uses the church to build you, to establish you, to uh, root you, to ground you. Uh, so it's so important if you are a believer in God to be a part of a local body uh, and regardless of what you uh, may see happen, uh, not to allow that to um, change your relationship with God. So that's that's the first thing is to have your own personal relationship so that you're not then swayed by what other people do around you so again I, I was uh, kind of you know just moving through this thing uh, as I was talking but um, hopefully uh, you got something out of that because this is definitely a situation that more and more of us may find ourselves in or have already found ourselves in so uh just tips on how to navigate through and how to recover from it you know don't give up on the church don't give up on god um and don't give up on your faith because you saw somebody do something the opposite of what they said and then all of a sudden it changes your mind and your idea about the whole thing because the two are mutually exclusive and so um again just wanted to encourage you um for those who have been shaky in their faith because they have been seeing all of this stuff happen and, and maybe they were people that you b believed in they were people that you looked up to uh and when you saw it happen you was like well dang if they can't stay saved then <laughs> then ain't no hope for the rest of us <laughs> well that's a lie um you know just it, so it's important to to um, try and maintain your faith even as you see others fall or even as you uh, watch others who uh, go from professing Christianity to all of a sudden they don't believe no more <laughs> you know they just like well it was a crock and you know and they're just all of a sudden completely have changed totally uh, what they believe you know that should not um negate your own personal relationship with the Lord. So it's important, important to get rooted and grounded, uh, in your own faith. You know, I, th I think that, um, is the biggest takeaway that with all that's going on in the world, that is meant to make you unstable, that is meant to uproot you, uh, that you would concentrate on, um, getting as rooted and as grounded in your relationship with God as possible because there's more coming uh, beyond what leadership does you know events that can happen uh that can uh try and reshape your thought process when it comes to uh what you believe so that it is so important to just overall you know if you get rooted and grounded in your own personal relationship with the lord then when this stuff happens you'll know how to approach it you god will you'll know exactly what to do you'll know to stick close to the Holy Spirit to pray and allow him to navigate you in the way in which uh, he wants you to go. So 
Huh? Well, there you have it. I hope that this helps someone um, because like I said, it's becoming more and more common. So uh, I'm sure if you have not experienced it yet, that in the days to come, you'll be able to come back to this episode and find some wisdom in some of the words that I said. So Thank you for listening today, guys. Uh, thank you again, Tamesha, for sharing your testimony. If you have not already rated me, please do so on Apple Podcast. Um, it allows me to move up in the rankings to uh, allow others to hear this content that uh, may find it valuable. So please go and do that. And also uh, follow me on social media. All of my links are in the show notes. And finally, my single that I released on my birthday, Greater Than Me, uh, is available wherever you get your your music. So go and support me in that way. And I have links to Spotify as well as Apple in the show notes. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you have a blessed and successful day and remember to stay rooted and grounded uh, and, and make that the main part of your journey uh, to become rooted in your relationship with the Lord. I love you. God bless you. And until next time.